Kafirs are Palestinian scarves and they're a symbol of support for justice for the Palestinian people. Buying one will support the last remaining factory in Hebron that makes kafirs, and all proceeds from the sales support projects in Palestine, especially Gaza, as well as local solidarity organisations. From the traditional black and white kafir to an array of modern designs, all scarves are just $30 each. Explore the range and order online or drop by 3CR during business hours. Wear your support for the rights of Palestinians. Go to kafirs.org.au that's K-U-F-I-Y-A-S A 3CR supporter. Bring me shelter, I will not harm you. Bring me shelter, please. Bring me shelter, I will not harm you, I would shelter you. People would do anything for their families. It could happen to anyone anytime. Somebody in France, somebody in England basically sat down with a ruler and just drew lines on maps. There are many different ethnic and religious groups that have been divided across borders and this has caused a significant amount of conflict. There are a lot of people who need safety. It is really cruel for a country like Australia to have policies that are focused only on pushing people away. What we're seeing is a number of people that remain in a state of limbo. And when non-sustainable land use combines with climate change, the crisis of refugees. I wasn't able to go and play with children. I had to go and really be an adult from a very young age. I think that's something that a lot of migrant children can relate to. Really, it was a dream for me to reunite with my family. I was just praying and hoping that that day will come one day. I think it's very important for people to understand that people have their own dreams as well and they're wanting to change the world with everybody else. Refugee Radio, 8.55am, 3CR. I want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land who we are broadcasting from, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and respect the elders past, present and emerging and their ongoing struggle. Welcome to Refugee Radio this week on 3CR on 855 AM or listening on 3cr.org.au. This week we're going to be listening to a recording from the Black Palestinian Poetry Night, which was back in June of this year. The recording from this is taken from the Salam radio show, which is on 3CR 4 to 5 on Sundays. So it has a bit of an introduction to it as well. And we'll be putting up the full recording of the Poetry Night on our podcast, so have a look on 3cr.org.au and look up Refugee Radio if you want to have a listen to the whole thing. Enjoy. Salam listeners and welcome to Salam Radio Show. I'm your host Marushti and on this show I have um, a really special event that I want to cover. Last night I attended um, a Black Palestinian Poetry Night organized by Janine Harani and uh, Sada Saleh, featuring talented and inspiring Australian Indigenous and Palestinian poets, 
such as Samah al-Sabawi, Virgin Horani, Lani Yuk, and Tony Birch. This event resonates with another important event which took place in Melbourne, Nam in 2019, and it was the Black Palestinian Solidarity Conference, which I felt it was a key kickoff point between the powerful solidarity between people of First Nation and Palestinians who share their ongoing struggle in living under colonization and share the vision of seeking their right of self-determination. The event is so important to all of us as a society as it connects us to those communities, remind us that we live in a settler colonial place and makes us understand furthermore the struggle of the colonized as well as their resilience. Listening to the poets last night, I felt all sorts of feelings. I felt outraged, I felt empowered, I felt inspired, but most importantly, hopeful, as their strong voices still resonates with me and will continue to do so and give me hope to keep um, help and uh, to keep fighting for a better world. And as Samah al-Sabawi once said uh, to her friend Asil, uh, theater is resistance. I would like to echo her saying and add that poetry, music and art is resistance. Uh, without further ado, I'll play the recording from the event and leave you with Michaela Sahar, who was the MC for the night. She's also an incredible Palestinian poet and writer, and I would recommend to check out her work, as well as the work of the poets on the night, if you haven't already. Uh, I'll need to give a language warning for this episode, as there will be description of violent events and swearing. So if your kids are around, you can listen later on 3CR's website, visit Salam Radio Show, as well um, I will endeavor to post the two hours of the event complete um, on our Mixcloud account, Salam Radio Show. Um, and uh, yeah, and there were like a couple of um, discussions and some poems that I couldn't include in this whole hour, uh, even though I really wanted to squeeze all of it in. So I hope you enjoy it. I will play an announcement and then I'll leave you with Michaela Sahar. Three CR's annual Radiothon fundraiser launches in June, and this year we're asking you to be part of community-powered radio. It's only with your support that we're able to be independent, community-controlled, and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon powers the station to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference, and all donations over $2 are tax-deductible. 3CR Radiothon. Show your support during June 2021. 3CR Community Powered Radio. So I want to start with an acknowledgement for our poetry gathering, which is being held on the lands of the Wurundjeri Woi Wurrung people of the East Kulin Nations. And I wish to acknowledge them as the traditional owners. 
I'd also like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and to any other um, elders from other communities who might be here today. As a Palestinian, I'm always awed by welcomes and acknowledgements of country in Australia because it insists for us regularly that we encounter a multi-layered reality. These multiplicities intervene in public discourse and culture and start us on a path of inquiry. The resonance for Palestinians is momentous because in our political context, we're confronted with a denial of our existence and an erasure of our presence. Sometimes I fantasize about how acknowledgements might transform the political landscape for Palestinians in our ancestral lands when acknowledgement is precisely what we lack. But when I think about the, form or, uh, the format of acknowledgements, the language and idea of traditional owners, I know also that this country owes First Nations people so much more than that because their ownership was not and is not conceptual but actual, not traditional but never ceded. And as a Palestinian in Australia, there's a symmetry in the struggles for justice here and in Palestine. And to me, as a guest in this country, they must be indivisible. Today's event was the um, inspiration of Janine Harani, who's sitting in the front. And also, Sarah Sala, who sadly couldn't be with us today as she's trapped in the Sydney lockdown. She texted me this morning to say, I hope you enjoy today and what's happening today is part of our great life's work. And I think she's right. And I think seeing you all here is, would make her incredibly happy. Maybe she gets to see this on live stream. Um, Sarah and Janine came to me earlier this year before the chaos of the um, recent events in, in Palestine, before the Unity Uprising. And I think it is a testament to their incredible commitment and hard work that they've managed to pull this off today, um, given the amount of work that has also gone into activism over the last few months. Um, against the backdrop of the um, bombardments of Gaza, the expulsion of Palestinian families from the East Jerusalem neighbourhood of Sheikh Jarrah. So well done to Sarah and Shanine. I think this event also has an obvious uh, resonance with the Black Palestinian Solidarity Conference held in 2019, which was convened by Professor Gary Foley and Susanna Henty, who's also here today. Thank you. In the forward to their conference notes, um, Professor Foley and Susanna reflected on the relations between Indigenous and Palestinian people and the important friendship and activism specifically of, of um, Gary Foley and Ali Kazakh. Ali Kazakh wrote in 1993 the following um, about his uh, understanding, if you like, of Australian history. And I find it a powerful expression of a Palestinian understanding of the connection between the two struggles. Kazakh writes, 
On his arrival, Captain Cook was overwhelmed with Australia's beauty, calmness, and virgin nature, so he plunged the British flag in its guts and declared, according to the custom of colonialists at the time, that this land belonged to King George III without any regard to its people. As settlers in Australia, Palestinians must hold the history and reality of violence in this country firmly in mind. We must recognise our positioning here as settlers and refuse complicity in the state project, which works to naturalise settlerism and to make it invisible. It's my view that liberation for Palestine is inextricably connected with a responsibility to fight behind and to amplify in any ways that we are asked to the fight of First Nations people here in Australia. Recently, Eugenia Flynn and Tasneem Samak, in the same spirit of friendship, wrote a piece for Indigenous X, highlighting the indispensable nature of these connections and affirming that black Australians and Palestinians continue to share a history and reality of erasure that has lasted far beyond the anti-colonial era. They go on to say both black Australia and Palestinians are yet to experience liberation in self-determination, governance and sovereignty. It's essential that we hold in mind the settler colonial projects that have done great violence to the indigenous people of both lands and that we re reject unequivocally the myths of those projects such as the disgraceful fictions of Terra Nullius or the land without a people. In 2013, the Australian ambassador to Australia said that Israel and Australia are both young countries who have made their deserts bloom. In bringing together Indigenous and Palestinian people today, we affirm in our bodies and our presence, the persistence, perseverance and survivance of our people against the dishonesty of the settler colonial narrative. Our first performer is the incredible Samah Sabawi. <laughs> Samah clearly needs no introduction, <laughs> but I'm gonna introduce her anyway. Um, Samah is an author, playwright, scholar, commentator and poet who wages what she calls beautiful resistance through her art and work. She's a recipient of multiple awards, both nationally and internationally. Her theatre credits include the critically acclaimed plays Tales of a City by the Sea and Them. And we should be looking out for Them, yes, which is um, touring 28th of July, Arts Centre Melbourne, be there for them. Um, she's also co-edited, um, the co-editor of Double Exposure, Plays of the Jewish and Palestinian Diasporas, and the winner of the Patrick O'Neill Award and co-author of I Remember My Name, um, edited by Vasi Vlasner, which was the winner of the Palestine, Palestine Book Award. She is the host of the webinar podcast series, The Book Room. Her poems are published in magazines and books, including West End Presses with Our Eyes Wide Open, and Just World Books, Gaza Unsilenced. Her essays and op-ed pieces appear in various media outlets, including The Australian, Al Jazeera, Al Ahram, The Globe and Mail, The Age, and The Sydney Morning Herald. Samar received a Doctor of Philosophy from Victoria University for her thesis titled Inheriting Exile, Transgenerational Trauma, and the Palestinian-Australian Identity. What Samar has not done is not worth doing. 
Welcome. So good to be here and to see everyone, uh, even with your faces behind the masks. It's great. Thank you so much for the introduction. Thank you for the organizers. Thank you, Janine and Sarah, for dreaming this up. And it's a real honor for me to be doing this with my co-poets today. So thank you. I like to always um, begin with my own um, acknowledgement to country. I acknowledge the original owners of the land we live upon and the original owners of the land where I come from, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Palestinian people under occupation. And to pay my respect to our elders, past and present, who safeguard our history, the Hakawatis and weavers of Dreamtime stories forever embedded in our memory. And I'd like to express my outrage for black children in incarceration and for Palestinian children in arbitrary detention and for families pulled apart and fragmented by the occupation and to acknowledge the traditional women of our lands, those who carve life from the sacred earth and breathe into it indigenous pride and those who give birth at the checkpoints and on the roadside. And to acknowledge the men who still stand dignified, their heads held high, unbent by the oppression. And may I express my admiration for those of you resisting with us the horrors of settler colonies and those who march with us for equality beyond the rhetorical apology the meaningless sorry, and the dazzling facade of Western civility. I come from colonized land. I stand on colonized land. And here I pay my respect to all freedom fighters, past and present. Palestine will be free, and this land will always be Aboriginal. My first uh, poem that I'm going to read today, I'm going to regret reading it tomorrow because it's new. I started writing it two days ago, so it hasn't actually gone through the process, um, but I thought I'd try it out anyway because I'm sick of my older poems. Uh, so this one kind of um, was in reaction to, uh, I don't know if you watched on the news a few weeks ago, some artist in Italy sold an empty space as an installation art for a fortune. And it made me reflect on um, the idea of art, um, expensive art, and white privilege, and what it means to me as an artist. I admit it. Okay, I admit it. I am jealous. I can't write a column about a dress or some gossip-worthy actress or sell you splashed paint on canvas and call it art. I just can't play the part. I walk out on more theaters than I stay in, disturbed by all the money that's thrown on navel-gazing. It literally does my head in. Surely there is more than this. I clinch my fist, I raise my voice, I hold my placard high, and I shout, I'm here in this installation, in this theatrical production, 
in this protest, art is all around me, on the walls of the city, on the faces of the homeless, in the smiles of the hungry, art is all around you too, if only you would open your eyes and see. I clench my fist, I raise my voice, I hold my placard high and I shout from the river to the sea, black lives matter, Palestine will be free, always was, always will be, end deaths in custody, Aboriginal land never ceded, save our humanity. Global climate action now, save the birthing trees, life outside the exclusive white platforms. It is messy, it is terrible actually, it's unfair, it's brutal, but it's beautiful and it's real. At least that's what it is for me. And while somewhere in Italy, an artist just sold an empty space for a fortune to protest some societal norm, millions will sleep on the streets, no space reserved for them. Can you understand the venom of capitalism and broken dreams? I admit it. I admit it. I am jealous. I wish I knew less. I wish I can splash blue on canvas and call it sky. I wish I could write a, a poem about a flower or a column about dressing for power or a novel about a love affair. I wish I could live without a care. Find an ocean of apathy and dump in it all this stupid empathy. I wish I could. I really do. I wish I could, but I can't. I am bound to this agony. My heart won't let me and the color of my skin, it will never set me free. So, uh, <clears throat> thank you. So that's an okay one, I should keep polishing. <laughs> So um, my third poem that I wanted to share is one I wrote um, last year. Uh, the, the UN had predicted that Gaza would be unlivable by the year 2020. 2020 came and then came 2021 and the people of Gaza just kept on living and life goes on for them. And so um, I wrote this poem, I imagined uh, the people of Gaza responding by declaring that life beyond livability, which is the word the UN used, was inevitable. They don't have a choice. I named this uh, the Song of the Besieged. The UN said Gaza was unlivable. But life beyond livability in Gaza is inevitable. Like the rainfall and the winter storms. Life inside the walls, it's ferocious. Like dandelions, it grows, it powers through like inexorable love, like an irresistible kiss. Like the birthing of new life beyond the statistics of death. Life beyond livability in Gaza is inevitable like the sunrise, predictable like the movement of the tides, invincible like flowers in the desert, unassailable like a smile on the lips of the beloved, 
unequivocal, like a word that splits a bullet in halves, indomitable like a revolutionary march, unstoppable like the earth's rotation, formidable like a fist in the face of occupation, undeniable like destiny, like freedom from tyranny, like justice for the refugees. So listen carefully. Two million captive hearts are beating off rhythm. There is no harmony beyond livability, only the inevitable. Beware the inevitable. We're going to stray away from Palestine now. Um, we don't really stray away from Palestine, but this next poem I wrote in response to uh, Saudi Arabia's bombing of Yemen, which um, created the world's largest humanitarian crisis, according to the United Nations Human Rights Groups. This year, it is expected that two million children will die of starvation in Yemen. Saudi Arabia, of course, hails itself as a country of God and religion. The poem is called Sacrilegious. I'll trade you a mosque for a piece of shelter, a holy rock for a home with a wall, a prayer mat for a field with trees, a sacred book for a school demolished by your barbarian armies. I'll trade you the soil the prophets walked on for clean water and medicine. I'll trade you five prayers a day for one night without terror, without drones in the sky and tanks in the horizon. I'll trade you the promise of paradise, the rivers of milk, and honey for just a handful of money to feed the hungry. I'll trade you eternal heaven for a baby's breath in Yemen. You're back on Refugee Radio and we're listening to a recording from the Black Palestinian Poetry Night, which was in June. And if you want to have a listen to the whole show, we'll put a link up on our page on 3cr.org.au and look up Refugee Radio. Thanks for listening. The Rainbow Door is a free, culturally safe, specialist helpline for all LGBTIQA Victorians. The helpline provides information, support and referral from experienced peer workers on issues including mental health, family violence, relationships, suicide prevention, and sexual assault. For information, support, and referral, call the Rainbow Door on 1-800-729-367. That's 1-800-729-367, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. Switchboard is a 3CR supporter. There's kind of a lot of... A lot of things that are coming up to the fore at the moment as well, particularly in terms of the way that we imagine, for example, essential work and also sort of essential community life or essential caregiving 
um, and how those how those function. If we think about sort of the way that queer family often takes very very sort of different forms and very you know important and meaningful forms that often don't match the picture of normative heteronormative family life but how so many of the of the affordances or the restrictions or the kind of the the government governmental sort of imagining of the way that we should live and what we need to live and what we need to survive really is shaped around heteronormativity you know it's around the family life in the suburb as opposed to many you know single individuals who have shared queer family both sexual and community connections that sustain them and that kind of give them give them life and give them give them sort of energy and comfort and safety and security and support you're listening to 3cr community radio 8.5 am on digital and online 3cr radical radio 